Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Geek with Muscles podcast with Mike Robert, discussing science, technology, spirituality, and something else. And what's up, everybody? It's me, Mike. Uh, happy holidays. I hope you enjoyed your holiday season. And um, I had a really interesting holiday. I'm getting over a really bad cold and I had to stay home all by myself. I couldn't go see my family. I didn't want to get anybody sick. And my mom is elderly and I didn't want to get her sick because it would have affected her. So I basically spent Christmas Eve and Christmas Day all by myself with my dogs watching TV. My partner, Eric, was in Boston. And anyway, we're going to talk about New Year's resolution, but here's a disclaimer. Now this here's a warning. This program contains information regarding exercise, diet, and nutrition. Before starting any exercise program, altering your diet or nutritional requirements, consult a physician. Mike Robert is not a doctor or nutritionist. He is just a geek, mostly a nerd, and a Star Trek fan. And even then, not so much the new ones. So what do you think about my uh, little enchanted farm animal or talking farm animal? I think he's pretty cute. And the best part is he works for peanuts. Okay. So, oh my gosh. Okay, so let's talk about a New Year's resolution. And you know, everybody makes New Year's resolutions. And probably the biggest one everybody makes is that they're going to lose weight. They're going to go to the gym and they're going to lose weight. And... Uh, because I've been going to the gym for such a long time, uh, since 1993, and I'm sort of jacked, <laughs> everybody asks me, how do you, how do you get so big? And how do you, how do you, uh, how do you lose weight? How do you keep all that fat off? Because I tend to eat a lot. And I eat a lot because I have a significant amount of muscle on me. So my body's constantly hungry or hungry often, I should say, not constantly hungry. Um, but yeah, so how do I stay lean and trim? Well, right now I don't consider myself that lean because I think I have a, a little bit of a gut and, um, I, this, so my, my, actually my new year's resolution is I want to get rid of that gut and um, I'm actually going on vacation, uh, in January. So I want to lose it before I go on vacation so I can wear a swimsuit and, you know, I'm 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 your typical gay guy. You know, I well not I wouldn't say typical, but I I do have a certain amount of vanity in me. You know, and um, so I want to look good in my swimsuit, and you know, I kind of have like a gut. So anyway, and and so a lot of people feel the same way about themselves. Um, they want to lose weight, and so yeah, the important thing is uh we do it the right way, and we make changes in our life that aren't temporary. Because if you lose weight really fast, as fast as you lose this weight, you'll gain it back. So that's a good thing to keep in the back of your head. You don't want to lose it too fast. You want to do it in a natural sort of way. You don't want to go on one of these fad diets. I did go on the South Beach diet years ago in 2003. And, it, and, it, and while I think it's one of the better diets out there, so to speak, because it does lead you in the direction – of changing your lifestyle and it does break this addiction of sugar that we have which i'm going to talk about um you know it, it still has that word diet in it so i don't like to use that word we need to change our lifestyles because 
we're really killing ourselves right now. This entire country is. And the biggest problem with that is sugar. Is sugar is just everywhere. And they're feeding it to us in mass quantities. And you can see the result. We have problems with childhood obesity. We have problems with cholesterol. And there's all these issues out there related to sugar. I mean, it's it's really the source of all evil. So our bodies and are wired and our metabolism and physiology is wired for long, hard winters, famine, drought. You know how it was way back when, when we were living in caves. And so we're just not designed to be handling this massive influx of sugar that we're getting on a daily basis. For example, um, did you know that in a single can of Coca-Cola, there are 39 grams of sugar? And you're probably saying to yourself, hey, Mike, w what the heck is a gram? We're not using the metric system here in the United States. Well, a teaspoon of sugar weighs about four grams. So if you do the math, which I hate math, by the way, and it's really weird because I love science, but I hate math. But if you do the math, there is... Nine, a little over nine teaspoons of sugar in a can of Coke, a 12-ounce can of Coke, nine teaspoons. So if you visualize this, one teaspoon, two teaspoon, three teaspoon, four teaspoon, five, and you keep counting till we get to nine teaspoons. That's freaking amazing That's that there's that much sugar in a single 12-ounce can of Coke. And when you go to a restaurant and they have free refills, Let's say you have three of those Cokes during the course of your meal. Wow. So you've had 27 teaspoons of sugar. If someone were to give you almost 30 teaspoons of sugar in a bowl, you would tell them to get the hell out of here. You were like, I'm not eating that. But you do it so often. And that just gives you an idea. We have no idea. Most people have no idea how much sugar they're, they're taking into their bodies. So what happens to our bodies when you take in 30 teaspoons of sugar? Well, first of all, you, you practically go into glycemic shock. I mean, you, you have these huge spikes of sugar in your blood. So your body takes this sugar and uses this as quick energy because we want nature and science is so, is so perfect. We always want to seek the most efficient route to get energy. And if energy presents itself to us uh, quickly, that's what we go for. Okay, so we start to ignore all the fat that we have in our body that's been put there as a reserve because we don't need to use it because we're getting fed this these uh, 30 grams of I mean, sorry, 30 teaspoons of sugar from this can of soda. So we don't need to use that fat. So we're going to use what we need from that sugar and which is way, way more than we need, by the way. I mean, way more. And then we're going to get all this sugar and we're going to say, hey, we don't throw anything away because we're perfect. We're nature and we don't throw anything away. So we're going to save all this energy for that hard winter and that famine. So we're going to save all this energy and we're going to store it in our body and we store that as fat. And so before you know it, we're walking around and we're not happy in our swimsuits. We, we don't like the way we look because we have all this excess energy stored around our body as fat. Then also our veins become clogged with this excess fat. And you're probably thinking to yourself right now, wait a second, Mike, don't we get the cholesterol 
and the fat in our veins and from eating foods that are high in fat or high in saturated fat. Well, interestingly enough, not too long ago, the FDA downplayed dietary fat as a source of high cholesterol and heart disease because it really has more to do with the amount of sugar that you're taking into your body. Because if we lower the amount of sugar that we're taking into our body, our body reaches inward for energy and it starts breaking down all the fat in our body, including in our veins, to access it as the stored energy. So we need to make sure that we're really watching the amount of sugar that we're taking into our body and we can and, and the types of sugar is important too so let's talk about that let's talk about the types of sugar that you shouldn't and should be eating because you all know we have different types of carbs right we have complex carbohydrates we have simple sugars and we tend to break those down into um good carbs and bad carbs so let's stick with that that's just easier to understand okay so let's talk about some bad carbs because that's what's really screwing us over. So we're going to talk about processed sugars, right? The stuff in your soda. So we're not going to drink Coca-Cola anymore, okay, folks? If you want to drink Coca-Cola, let's – or any any sugared beverage, for the carbonated beverage for that matter, let's drink the diet version before weaning ourselves off of that, okay? Because – Sodas aren't great for us anyway. Uh, the carbonic acid isn't great for our stomachs. There's a, a bunch of reasons why soda isn't great. I still haven't gotten away from diet sodas. But I can tell you one thing. That when you train your body to no longer drink sugared soda, you will not be able to drink a regular Coke or a regular Sprite ever again. I cannot stand the taste of regular Coke. And why is that? Because it's so sweet. There's so many things I can't eat because I'm not used to eating those vast quantities of sugar anymore. So it's just a matter of training yourself and you got to break that addiction because it really is an addiction, by the way. Sugar is very much similar in structure to alcohol. And we all know that people can become addicted to alcohol and they can drink too much. And it's no coincidence that sugar uh, chemically is very similar in structure. Uh, alcohol is a hydrocarbon, which means it's a carbon atom surrounded by hydrogens. Okay, and you have so you have the the most basic of hydrocarbons is methane, and then that's with one carbon. Then you go up the chain, ethane, propane, and so you you start to see the similarity because sugar has six carbon atoms in the middle. The chemical formula of sugar is C6H12O6. Now, the arrangement of these atoms uh, varies with the type of sugar that you have, glucose, fructose, galactose, maltose, all those different types of sugars. So, and, uh, and my niece, who I'm so proud of, by the way, I have to give her a shout out. She used to uh, synthesize polysaccharides and sugars in a lab. She's a doctor. Well, she's a doctorate in, she has a background in biochemistry. And I think her doctorate's in education, but she's just amazing. I love my niece. Okay, she gets her brains from me. Anyway, <laughs> well, she can't technically get them from me, right? Because I'm her uncle. 
and I wasn't hanging around my sister-in-law. So anyway, uh, <laughs> I, I I digress. I digress. So let's go back. So okay, so sugar's bad for us. Alcohol's not good for us either when we're trying to lose weight. Um, no shit, because it's just like sugar. Okay, so we want to stay away from these processed sugars and soda. High fructose corn syrup is in a lot of fruit drinks. And there's a lot of controversy about that. Some people saying, oh, your body doesn't know the difference. Okay, bullshit. Come on, folks. Really? High fructose corn syrup, stay away from it. Stay away from the other types of sugars that we may not be aware of that are also bad carbs. White bread, white rice. So these are grains and flours and such that were processed stripping them of all their good stuff that made them good carbs but now they're bad carbs and they they convert to sugar and energy very quickly the minute you get a piece of white bread if you get a little piece of white bread and you put it in your tongue and it dissolves the digestive enzymes in your saliva turn that bread into sugar almost instantly okay and so your body's like wow quick source of energy no this is not what we want our bodies to be doing we want our bodies to work for its energy because when we work for our energy, we increase our metabolism and we burn more calories and we burn that fat. You can actually eat something like a good carb and make it work in your favor because that good carb is hard to break down. It's hard to access the energy. And in doing so, you're actually going to amp your metabolism. So we talked about the bad carbs. Let's talk about the good carbs. So what are we talking about? Whole grains, uh, whole wheat bread, whole grain rice, brown rice. These are things that haven't been processed a lot. Now, you got to be careful. When you go to buy some whole grain breads, you've got to read the label. We all know how important reading labels is, right? And in case you didn't know, the ingredients in a label are arranged in their quantity. The first ingredient has the highest amount of that ingredient in the recipe. So if you pick up a loaf of bread, the first ingredient should be whole grain flour, right? Or something like that. It shouldn't be like lizards because you don't want the first ingredient to be lizards because that means that the it's mostly a lizard. Okay, just to put that in perspective, okay? So pick up your loaves of bread that say whole wheat and read the ingredients because guess what they put in bread? Yes, high fructose corn syrup. Yes, they do. They put sugar in bread. They put uh, high fructose corn syrup. Now, if you have a choice of sugar, go for the regular sugar. Don't go for the high fructose corn syrup, okay? So good carbs, whole grains, whole wheat, that sort of thing. Where The thing you're looking for is unprocessed. Fruit juices. Now, fruit juices are very high in sugar, but... If they're natural fruit juice, I consider that a good carb. And I'm sure a lot of people are going to disagree with me on this, but it's not as bad. Read the labels. And the cool thing about these labels now is that they're breaking down the good carbs and the bad carbs. They're actually separating them. So you have carbohydrates listed on the label, and then you have sugars added on the label. And I have some... Uncle Ben's rice in front of me, whole grain rice, which is a 90-second package of whole grain rice that you can pop in the microwave. I love this stuff, okay? It tastes delicious. 
And if you, I'm reading the label right now, and it says carbohydrates, 38 grams of carbs. Now these are good carbs, but notice that under sugars, it's only one gram of sugar. See, they even managed to put sugar in this, but it's only one gram. So like a quarter of a teaspoon of sugar they're putting in here. Very interesting how these labels are arranged now. Learn to read these labels with carbs and sugars. Learn to identify those differences because they can be confusing. And they kind of, unfortunately, they kind of want it to be a little bit confusing for you. Okay? So first step, eliminate these carbs. Okay? And that's the hardest thing, believe it or not. But it's really easy, isn't it, at the same time? It's hard from the perspective because we're addicted to sugars, but it's easy from the the part that, wow, I only have to start concentrating on one thing. Okay, that's part one. And part two, in my opinion, is equally as easy. And that is you have to keep moving. You have to burn calories. You have to burn more calories than you're consuming in order to, in order to lose fat. Okay, so let me say that again. You have to burn more calories than, than you're consuming. If you burn more calories than you're consuming, your body is going to access that fat because it needs it as energy. Okay, now we don't want to starve ourselves because you know what happens when you starve yourself? Your body goes ahead and turns to its own lean muscle and says, you know what, this is actually easier for me to break down than the fat reserves. That's kind of like a screwover by Mother Nature, isn't it, in a way that we have all this lean muscle and it's easier for your body to burn lean muscle than it is to burn uh, fat. And it's sad, but it's true. So we have to make sure that uh, we have – we do it this the right way. And there's actually, you, there's actually another thing going in there. I don't want to go too much into it, but you need glycogen in your body to burn fat. So again, eat your good carbs. Eat your fruits, your veggies. Eat those. And it's going to help you burn that fat away and avoid burning your own lean muscle mass. Okay, you need to exercise. You need to go do cardio. And I'm going to give you time right now to do that cardio. Okay, you're going to walk around the block. You're going to go to the gym. You're going to do aerobics in your living room. There's no excuse. You can get your heart rate going. You can do jumping jacks. But you need to do at least 20 minutes of cardio three times a week. And you're going to say, I don't have time for that. And I'm going to say, I'm about to give you time because everybody goes to the grocery store, right? And how long do you spend in the grocery store? Easily. When you go food shopping for your family, easily. You spend like an hour in there or you go shopping for yourself or whatever. Okay. Guess what? You don't have to go to the grocery store anymore. You can order online. Amazon delivers. Most grocery stores delivers now. So there you go. You can save your order and you can reorder it with a click. It can take you less than five minutes to order your groceries after you've done it the first time. No more grocery shopping at the store. And this will not only save you time, it's going to save you money because you're not going to throw crap in your cart that you don't need. And you're going to use the time you save to do cardio. Okay? So there's your plan right there. I, I've just solved the problem for you. Okay? No excuses. You're going to... Stop eating carbs, bad carbs. You're only going to eat your good carbs. And go to Google. And by the way, Google a list of good carbs and bad carbs. Do that. Go to, And like I said, they're going to, they might disagree with me on the fruit thing or whatever, but natural fruits, go for it. Okay? Just don't gorge on them. 
And of course, we need to do exercise. We need to do cardio at least three times a week, 20 minutes minimum. Okay, and you're going to notice that in the beginning, it may be difficult to do the 20 minutes. Get your uh, music on in your head, uh, on your headsets, and rock out to your favorite music. Just dance in your living room if you have to. If that has to be your cardio, then do that. Walk around your block. If it's cold outside, then dance in your living room. Do jumping jacks. Run in place. There's really no excuse for it. Do that three times a week. Like I said, minimum 20 minutes. You're going to start noticing a difference. You're going to start losing weight. And it's not that difficult, folks. It's not that complex. You don't have to spend a lot of money. It's a simple formula. And unfortunately, you're probably thinking, well, if it's so simple, why hasn't everyone done it? Because people like making money off of these things. They make money off of these fads and they all try to do something. It's really just cut out that sugar. That sugar is killing so many people. And of course, sugar companies don't want you to know that. Sugar companies and, and corn companies, oh my God, don't even get me started on Monsanto's corn and all the stuff that, oh my gosh. So there you have it, folks. That's how you're going to keep your New Year's resolution. You are going to cut out that sugar and you're going to move 20 minutes three times a week. That's it. Minimum. Let's start there. Let's conquer that goal first. And you're going to notice you're going to be feeling better. You're going to be losing the weight. And I want you to hit me back and let me know how that goes. Uh, keep a journal. Write this shit down. Log how many times you're doing your exercises. It's a good idea to write what foods you're eating too. If you keep a food log or a food diary, you look back and you're like, wow, I've been eating horribly. Or wow, I'm eating really good. And wow, look at all this exercise I do. So that really helps you too by keeping a food log or a food journal. Okay, now we're going to talk about in the future in another episode, we're going to talk about the types of food you're eating as far as where you're getting it from because that has a lot to do with your health as well, but that's a different episode. So I hope you enjoyed this episode of Geek with Muscles and uh, I hope you all a very happy, healthy, and prosperous new year. And I really hope that you take on this challenge and you eliminate this processed sugar from your diet. It's such an it's such a uh, – it's right in front of your face. It's it's so – it's there, and people are making lots of money off of it, but it's not that hard. Just read the labels, cut out the processed sugar, cut out the, the, the sodas, and you're going to feel so much better. Give it – you owe it to yourself to try it for a couple of months and see what happens. With that, we're going to wrap up this episode with Geek with Muscles. Thank you so much for listening. I appreciate the uh, feedback. Please rate me on iTunes. And like I said, I hope everybody has a wonderful and healthy and happy new year. Until next time, folks, I'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to the Geek with Muscles podcast. Catch more of Mike on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and geekwithmuscles.com.